If you're an executive, entrepreneur, seasoned investor, or just a student of the game, you'll love The Great Fail, Adweek's Entrepreneurship Podcast of the Year, a show that artfully uncovers some of the biggest fails in business history and how it might have been prevented. The Great Fail is entertaining, informative, and told through a true crime narrative in under 30 minutes that keeps you at the edge of your seats. So check out The Great Fail wherever you get your podcast. That's the great thing about Stamps.com. They grow with you. As much fun as I had, I couldn't wait to get back to my sleep number bed. Yep. I love my third love bras. They're hands down the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I love making Blue Apron. I love it. It's my me time. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are super excited to have you on the podcast. For our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with y'all, would you mind introducing yourselves? Yes, we sure. are. Sure. <laughs> so we're the McFarlands, and we're only three of the five McFarlands. Mom's actually back here. Say hi, Mom. Hi. She says hi. <laughs> we're from Louisville, Kentucky, and we just goof around on the internet and specifically make our dad do crazy things that <laughs> you don't see many dads do. <laughs> yeah, we're a, we're a family of five from Louisville, Kentucky, just having a good time on the internet. And uh, <laughs> it's became a full-time business for us now. Yeah, so by the way, I'm Colin. This is Dan. I'm Dan. And I'm Dylan. And we are the This is good because it's like a perfect taste for listeners who maybe aren't on TikTok. I mean, obviously you've exploded you've gotten like really popular uh making this what what can only be described as the most wholesome and in the best sense of the word content i'm kind of curious what's your audience like is there kind of a wide range of ages how do you guys think about this are you creating to a specific audience or how do you think of that i think we've kind of like nestled ourselves into the perfect we do have like a wide range of viewers so on one end, we can be seen as like the wholesome family that like the right. whole family can watch and enjoy and laugh with. But we like to think that we have like a, a great sense of humor that, you know, ranges all the way up until like the older, the yeah. older viewer, the younger. So we kind of like hit on everything. And I like where we have put ourselves as far as like the broad range of videos that we can put mm -hmm. out. And we know that we don't really have to think like this is for a certain viewer. Mm -hmm. because we know our the range is just that yeah, big, yeah. broad. A lot of people can identify with in a family, you know, whether the younger, older, grandparents, they identify some of the crazy things we do. Yeah. I, mean, mm -hmm. I would just honestly, like, categorize it as, like, timeless comedy. Anybody can laugh at it, no matter <laughs> yeah. what age you are. So we really try to go for the larger demographic and age range. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, really, it really does vary in range from, like, I would say... I don't know, like 16 all the way up to like 65. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. It really, it's, it's a oh, big, big range. Yeah. A lot of our material comes from just everyday life. Everything that we do, you yeah. know, laugh at. That's where we get a lot of our material and just kind of put a spin on it. Yeah. And clearly like it's working for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that broad range is working really well. Yeah. 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 So I know that when I introduced us, we are a, an advertising agency. Um, and I saw that one of y'all's most popular videos was actually like a sponsored video by Gillette. Um, yeah. One, is that true? And how did that happen? <laughs> so 
Yeah, we worked with Gillette and that video is, I think, our most viewed mm -hmm. video that we have mm -hmm. living on our page. And it was a really quick turnaround for that video. And Gillette wanted us to, you know, use our humor style and just wholesomeness, I guess. We started off looking like it's a, you know, you've been in quarantine for a while. You look kind of... <laughs> like grubby and yeah. so we had beards and then we jumped into like a classic TikTok transition and we're in tuxedos which apparently we just have here laying around <laughs> but yeah so because we got that done so quickly and they liked it so much they paid to promote it so it would be the first video that popped up mm -hmm. when you open TikTok so I had a bunch of people I don't know like these guys did too that messaged them that day and said like, I, you guys were the first ones. <laughs> yeah, like people were like cracking their eyes open and like getting on TikTok and they're like, the phones are on my screen? Like what, what is going on? So, so I mean, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we have continued to work with Gillette too and mm -hmm. absolutely love working with them. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you decide which sponsors to work with? Oh, I mean, we really try to make sure like the brand resonates with our personal brand. Mm -hmm. So it's, mm -hmm. If it's a product, it's something that we use day in and day out and something that we love, we're going to, you know, promote it and we're going to use it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really like our starting point. So like if a brand comes to us with something that they want to promote, we first are like, all right, do we like, you know, this brand? Is this something we use? Is this something that we could use in the future? And if like it checks all the boxes, you know, we're, we're willing to work with them. And so that's like really our a little yeah. checklist we run through comes yeah. off authentic too. Yeah. If we really yeah. use that product, it comes off in the videos, you know, well, it's it's, not I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of like an advertising junkie. I've always like enjoyed commercials just to see like what brands like come up with. Yeah. This one that sticks out to me is like that. We did one with Skittles and I love their advertising. I just grew yeah. up watching Skittles commercials. <laughs> it's very classic. Like everybody remembers the Skittles commercials. Like, it's oh, yeah. funny. Like they go viral on the internet and it's an ad. So we did the, we got to work with Skittles and do the Skittles touch one, which my, we were out in like a snowstorm at his <laughs> office oh my gosh. filming Skittles until like 1230 <laughs> at night. And it was like an ice storm, but that's kind of what we look for is just like, does it resonate with us? Do we use it? And like, can we put our own spin mm -hmm. yeah, without yeah. it being an issue? Yeah. More so like if the brand has a sense of humor, does it match up with our sense of humor? And like Skittles yeah. is a perfect example yep. because yep. late at night we're making a Skittles video and I turned dad into a pile of Skittles. And so like, <laughs> it was just hilarious. Well, do y'all have any words of advice for like making a great sponsored post? Definitely. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's kind of together with like the brand, you got to go back and forth with them to begin with and, of course, like they have what what in their mind, what they want to see, but making a great sponsored post, dad said it is just like, does it feel natural coming from what type of creator you are? If something doesn't match up with us, we're going to have second thoughts about it or just, I guess, just flat out say like, no, this doesn't align. So mm -hmm. it has to feel natural. It doesn't that, like we love making ads that don't feel like ads. And when we get the mm -hmm. comment that says, I didn't even think this was an ad until like I read the description. Yeah that's when like you know that you hit a home run yeah yeah that was the best one and i mean honestly i would add on to that like it's almost the same as making just a normal TikTok video it's like would you post this normally on your page i don't think you're gonna see us like dad lip syncing a popular sound like tonight you might but <laughs> like is that something we're gonna post i don't know 
And if like, if the brand's asking us to do something that wouldn't really do in our content, we might be a little hesitant and be like, I don't know about that. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think about it too, is like, will we post this naturally on our, you know, in our content? I love that y'all approach it so authentically. It has to be. Yeah, it definitely does. Or else it, it feels, it feels inauthentic and like, yeah, people can see that and they can feel it. And they're like, yeah. I know you guys don't use this. I love that because, you know, y'all put so much creativity in those. I mean, your normal content, not, you're not sponsored content is so creative and fun. So you're attracting brands that want that, which is awesome. Uh, so like, who, who was your first sponsor? Do you guys remember? I mean, I clearly didn't get it. It was actually Flex Seal. So all it, right. Tell how it came about. Dad and Phil's. Well, that's funny how it came about too, because we made a video of like dad and Home Depot. And the idea was that just as a werewolf turns into the werewolf when a full moon comes out, when a dad's yeah. flex seal at like Home Depot or something, he turns into Phil Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so we posted that video just organically on our own. And then they reached out and they're like, guys, this is freaking hilarious. Like, yeah. Let's do something together. Yeah. So that was actually our first like brand collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was really cool because we went like the roundabout way. Like we made it <laughs> yeah. with flex seal. They happened to see it and be like, we love this. this. Like, this is great. And they were like, let's work together. Yeah. And so we've actually tried to do that a couple more times, but like, that's a good way to approach it too. Cause yeah. it's natural already. Mm-hmm. And they can see that. No, we get the blueberry counts because we do know about blueberries. And they reached out. Yeah, we had a we had a, made a song about blueberries, and apparently there's a blueberry council that sent us a. You heard it here first, guys. By the blueberry council, I love it. So you got. I was gonna say you guys have been contacted by some really really cool brands. You know, I mean, I saw recently you did the the McFarlands instead of the Sopranos. HBO, uh, that yeah. is awesome. Like, how, how does it feel for you guys now? Like, you started off by saying, like, you know, you're just a family who's making content on the internet, having fun, basically being yourselves. What is it like when a brand reaches out to you? Like, kind of... Oh, that, that's the best feeling ever. Because, yeah. I mean, we originally started doing this, you know, to have fun. And that's what we still do. We still love to have fun as a family. And that's how this all started. But when a brand reaches out to us and like, hey, we love your all's content. We love seeing you all together. Um like we'd love to work with you. And like, I would say like between how many followers and fans we have between that and like when a brand reaches out, like it's the best feeling ever because people just yeah. believe in you and they love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That Sopranos one was pretty cool too. When they, when we heard about that, because all of us like love the Sopranos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Dylan just finished it in like two weeks, which is <laughs> yeah. hard to do. I was powering through. He was powering through the Sopranos. And then I think like right as he's almost done, they're like, hey guys, uh, since the Many Saints in Newark is coming out, like we want yeah. you to create this in your own city and we were just like i was yeah i was yeah. freaking out yeah. i was like no way no way <laughs> <laughs> the sopranos yeah you're dedicated man two weeks is a that's a fast clip yeah that's a fast turnaround <laughs> and they're like those episodes are not messing around they're like 54 minutes yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't mess around yeah we didn't see him for a while but <laughs> so i know that y'all mentioned a couple of times that y'all really just got into this to have fun how do you keep having fun and just avoid burnout? Oh my gosh. Jeez. I, th- I think it's a lot of material. Our, the most fun <laughs> for us is literally making the video. Yeah. Uh, like some like we don't live together. A lot of people think that we just live in this <laughs> house that we just never moved out. Which like it wouldn't be that bad if we didn't. But we have like ideas that we come up with. We're like, all right, everybody meet at home at this time and we'll film. 
and it's like guaranteed dad makes at least 47 bloopers a video so he's <laughs> <laughs> getting better but that's like when we have the most fun is like filming and we just like crack up I laugh so hard <laughs> so it's almost just like getting we have like just built-in fun to avoid like burnout mm -hmm. just really get together and laugh mm -hmm. and like that's the fun part and then like posting it that's great and then when people like the video even better, better. but like, yeah. <laughs> that's so great to hear like i know that nate and i've been doing this for a while and i think that he and i just have fun doing this otherwise you know we wouldn't want to meet up weekly or yeah. you know, whatever to to, <laughs> to record this podcast yeah. so i i love that y'all are just having a good time together do you, I'm curious, do you feel any pressure to continue to go viral or do you think that at this point you're just making videos that like you guys like and that you just kind of hope that your audience also likes? So for me personally, like I, I shoot and edit all the videos, which is like why you don't see my face much because I like to be behind the camera. So as far as like pressure to go viral, I don't, I mean, I would love it if every single video we posted went viral, but it does, it's kind of disheartening when I spend a lot of time on mm -hmm. a video that I think is like hysterical for us and it just doesn't do well. So it's not like, I think everything we post should go viral. Like not, you can't think that ever. Like you just post a video, if it does well, great. If not, like on to the next one. Yeah, we love, we love like making and posting things that we personally think are funny. And like I talked about earlier, but like that is the most rewarding that there's people out there that think like the things that we think are funny are funny. Yep. So it's yep. like, we make these videos and we post them and people are just like, thinking they're hilarious and so like that's great and we're never going to stop doing that but like i wouldn't say i like we feel pressure to go viral it's nice when it, yeah like colin said it's nice when the video really takes off and does really well and some that we think are really funny that don't do well it's it's weird how some things take off and some things don't but yeah i mean that likes we'll to hear it. he likes to hear from his high school friends that see the video <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't care <laughs> I do think that TikTok has been a really interesting medium for like finding your niche. I feel like you can find almost anything that resonates with you personally yeah. on there. You really can. I mean, that's it, like the, that one. the power of the for you page. It literally like learns you. <laughs> like, yes. Like Netflix, it like recommends videos. And like we always, we always say this, but our for you page is so much different than mom's <laughs> for you page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like sweet little animals and like <laughs> cheesy buns. Cheesy <laughs> buns. <laughs> just like the sweetest little for you page ever. And like, that's, it just, it's amazing because it's different for literally every single person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those that got into baking over quarantine. So now my feed is just like 99% bread, yeah. which, you know, it's not the worst, but at a certain point, <laughs> it's a slippery extreme. Yeah. Exactly. Slow when you start liking a bunch of the same videos. So. Yeah. So I'm really, really curious about the creative process for you guys, because it's really interesting. Your family, not, not everyone that's creating on TikTok comes together and it's already super close. It sounds like you guys have been close and have been yeah. making videos for a while, but you know, how do you get your ideas? is and uh, you know are you consciously targeting them to a broad range or is that something that sort of just comes with your sense of humor i mean we get our ideas literally from just everyday life like whatever you're if you're watching something on tv or for some reason we always compare like our style of making videos or just coming up with ideas as like larry david and curb your enthusiasm or like yeah <laughs> it's just like Every stuff day. that you see and you're just like that could probably be a video right <laughs> I mean, we just have, I have like hundreds of ideas in my notes mm -hmm. that are just like little one line. There's the idea. And then like, you can make a whole 30 second video based on that one idea. Mm -hmm. 
I know Dylan does too, but yeah, it's kind of cool because like the three brothers were in different, like, what are we? You're a millennial. I'm a gen Z. I'm a gen Z and Mitch is a what? Millennial. <laughs> Can't oh, really. Yeah. It'd be weird if he wasn't. Yeah. But... Whatever. But so like we have like different <laughs> ways of like ideating and like, I just, I love listening to music and like thinking like, what could we do to this song that would be like funny or cool. Mm-hmm. And then we also like Colin said, like pull stuff from everyday life. So I think that comes from dad too, because dad like has always, even at a young age when we were young, he like always found a way to like laugh at himself and like laugh <laughs> at the situation you're yeah. in. Like if you're in a bad situation, you can make it funny. Yeah. If you're in a good situation, great, but you can still make it funny. Like yeah. it just comes from like your perspective and like your, how you perceive life. And so situational. Humor. Yeah. And we have, we have five people to bounce things off of. You yeah. Know, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. You know, these guys might not, or vice versa, <laughs> they might bounce things off us and, when we all put it together, it all seems to work. And we all kind of come together and make things laughable, I yeah. guess. <laughs> that is nice that we have, like, a built-in team to, like, bounce ideas off each other yeah. and be like, would this be funny? And some of us, like, a few of us are like, probably not. And an editor makes us look good, too. He yeah. makes us look like we can dance, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or of editing. Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about that because a lot of the content you make has to be so bite-sized. So a 30 second video, it can't take 30 seconds to film. How, how much time goes into the filming and the editing and, and everything behind the scenes? I mean, just depending on the video, like if we're doing a short skit, if we have to have like dialogue back and forth, that takes about four hours to get three lines. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> we'll say, on it though. <laughs> just like a 30 second video, I'd say it takes about on average, maybe 45 minutes to shoot and then if I sit down and really make myself do it all in that one sitting, an hour and a half to edit it, yeah. depending on the style of video. Mm-hmm. If we're using music and you don't have to talk the whole time, that makes it a little easier, but full yeah. dialogue, just 30 seconds, like sometimes it can take like two and or three hours to edit. Brand deals can take longer though. You know, brand deals cause they might want something specific. Mm-hmm. And so, and they might go back and might send something in and you might talk about that too. Cause a lot of times they might not like what we did that didn't happen that often, but it seems like brand deals sometimes want you to be yeah. more specific. There's just like revisions sometimes that they, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like pretty procedure standard. Yeah. But I think like when we first started like making, I guess not first started, but like when we were making videos, it was like they were taking an hour or two to film and we were trying to like tell our friends, like I have to, we have to make this video. And they're like, what do you mean? It's 15 seconds. It's <laughs> like, like a video. video. That's like the hardest thing to, try to get through to people. It's like, these take a lot longer to make than 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. seconds. Yeah. It does not help that, like, I don't want to put it out if I don't think it's perfect, mm-hmm. which like sometimes it seems more of a burden, but <laughs> just, like, you know, they're good. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I like to make sure it's seamless mm-hmm. as far as like everything, the sound and everything. Like make it a mini movie. And it shows, I mean, the production quality really shows. So I think it's really cool to think about how, the audience only sees that clip, mm-hmm. but you know, imagining all the work that goes behind it. I'm curious yeah. though, like blinding lights specifically, how long did that one take? Um, <laughs> so just the filming part of it, I think we started about like 4 PM in the afternoon and we wrapped up after picking dad up at like 6 30. Like mm-hmm. it had to be because I was, was I was getting a little, and it was getting dark outside and I was like, mm-hmm. that, Please, dear Lord, just, <laughs> just, just pitter patter your feet a little faster or something. <laughs> like that one took about like 
two and a half hours. Yeah. 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 And like, if you're in production, like, you know, those are all obviously different shots and we don't mm -hmm. have, we don't have multiple cameras. Yeah. We have one iPhone that we're working with. Shoot one second, 10 seconds, take it to the next spot, do the next 10 seconds. But that one I was so excited about to get done and released. I think I finished editing that in like an hour and posted yeah. that the same day. That's awesome. Yeah. Y'all did one recently. I think it was like drunk history. And I was, I was curious about that one. I was like, some work must have gone into that. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That, was that, that is fun. That's something we're starting to, try to do on YouTube. We actually just recorded another one yesterday, but I'm in the editing process right now. But yeah, Dylan actually came up with this idea because we want to start posting more on YouTube. And we want to use YouTube as more of like an outlet to get ourselves out there, like what our family actually does on a daily basis or just some stories from our family's past. So we have the idea that we're going to tell stories, but also act them out in segments like Drunk History, where you know, they cut back and forth to the person on the couch, mm -hmm. glass of bourbon or whatever. <laughs> and then they also show the clips, but they're voicing over. So that's kind of what we're trying to do, but just with more of our like family stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess YouTube is different because there's not the expectation that it has to be bite-sized. So do mm -hmm. you guys, are you interested in that because of the storytelling element or is it finding another audience? What, what does YouTube really have that you think maybe TikTok or other channels don't have as much? I think it is more like the, the stories telling aspect yeah. of it like letting people see more of like raw not just like here's 10 seconds of a clip and then we cut it and it's the next one just like raw storytelling and like letting people see into our actual lives and like how we interact with each other and like how we <laughs> laugh together and not just the skit or the song that we sing in our kitchen just for that quick 15 seconds it's just more of like an outlet to see our whole family mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's more like a personal outlet that you can make longer format and it's more like relaxed. It's like, I don't know. I feel like it's like TikTok's like camera in your face, like do something funny. And then yeah. you like, come see who we are. Like we're, we're a family of five from Louisville, Kentucky. You know, we love doing this as a family. We love having fun. It's like, it's more of a place to come see who the McFarlands actually are. Mm -hmm. I love that. So behind the scenes, is the production process similar or is there a different preparation for YouTube versus TikTok? Uh, yeah, there is. Again, like we're still trying to find out like what type of videos we are going to live on on YouTube. And we've tried a different, we've actually posted some behind the scenes footage of mm -hmm. actually filming a TikTok where we had a TikTok where we made it look like dad flew away on a helicopter and it looked pretty real. So I was just, yeah. while we were filming that TikTok, I would just take a step back and say like, okay, here's what's going on in this shot. And like, that was fun to do. We'll probably do more of those as far as like, if we have a really intricate TikTok, that's only 30 seconds might as well make like a five to 10 minute video mm -hmm. showing what actually goes into making a 30 second high effort. Yeah. But as far as like the drunk history style, that's just, we'll set up the camera, record our story for 15, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. cut that up. And then we'll go through and mark out like which points we want to show. Yeah. Make like a shot list out of the, just make a shot list out yeah. of the audio and then we'll go and like voiceover or not voiceover, but like mouth, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> what yeah saying in the in the video and the audio so it's it's fun i hope we're gonna start releasing a lot more yeah. of those because they're fun to make <laughs> i was gonna say that um so I, I definitely i watched the behind the scenes for the helicopter one and it was so cool to see uh not only because you guys are of course having a lot of fun you know with the the leaf blower and like just being cut ups but like in the best best way like watching the kind of 
collaboration. I mean, the, the, I don't remember if it was one of the one of you guys that had the rake or you know making. It, there's a lot of cool details that go into that. Do you have any idea if the audience for YouTube is like other creators? Do you see a difference between like TikTok or YouTube audience yet, or is it maybe so kind of early to tell what is drawing people on YouTube versus TikTok? As far as like our videos or just yeah for you guys so far, I'd say it's more of like the the 25 almost like mid 20s and up we're getting a lot of that on youtube so sometimes we'll post like our our meme style videos and then Mm -hmm. those will crawl in like the younger viewers but as far as youtube we we just always click like this isn't made for children we don't yeah Yeah. so we kind of have to do that (laughs) i guess it could be but yeah we do see like the like late gen z to early millennial viewers on youtube yeah i mean I mean, we have started to see like a kind of like a trickle from like tiktok to youtube but it's hard to get people to follow you on like different platforms mm-hmm. i mean it's mm-hmm. hard to get anything yeah. but yeah <laughs> just like i would i don't know I would, I would say right now our youtube is like our like diehard fans mm-hmm. and yeah like, yeah just love everything that we make and we love them but we like would like to keep making more videos and gaining more traction on youtube just because it's uh, another outlet for us to show you who the McFarlands are. So we've got TikTok, we've got YouTube. Would you consider hosting a podcast? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually just bought five Rode microphones. Yeah, uh, there you go. We got to put them to use. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we just used them yesterday for the first time, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, we like to sit around and tell stories and just bounce off each other because that's just how it goes. Yeah. Like we, just, yeah. we love to just rag on dad and he <laughs> for some reason, still takes it, I guess. But yeah, we love the idea of a podcast. I mean, we just basically just don't shut up. <laughs> one I of mean, the reasons. Right now we're kind of, we're kind of trying to frame out a podcast too. We're like structuring it. We're kind of writing it a little bit, but we want to get to the point where we can record like six to eight episodes before we start releasing mm-hmm. yeah anything got to give it some wings yeah. yeah so we're trying to do it it's just we had you know other stuff going on right now and working with brands and there's not enough time in the day jeez <laughs> Shit. I have, that's a lot of creating happening yeah. yeah i like to ask this question and i feel like it's so cool like we've talked about all these different channels and the behind the scenes to me is really fun but i guess my parting question to you guys is for any creators out there who may be thinking about getting started, maybe they want to start a TikTok, maybe they want to, whatever it is on Instagram, YouTube, what advice do you have to someone who's just getting started? Literally just go do it. Like what you think is funny, like even if you think no one else might think it's funny or just it doesn't have to be funny. It can be like something that you're passionate about. If you like it, just put it out there because mm-hmm. like it, it's the internet, like there's endless amounts of little niches that someone can find or someone might find you. And even if it's not that you're going to go viral, you might find a friend that you can bounce ideas off of. It just, it kind of snowballs really. Like we just started posting stuff that we thought was funny, goofing around in our backyard. And then now it's snowballed into we're on a podcast talking to you guys. (laughs) So like literally just go do it. Don't, don't second guess yourself. There's no time for that. I would add to that. Like, just getting started on social media right now, like I, I would be terrified, but you really can't. Like everybody has to start somewhere. And like, if you look back at some of our like first videos we've ever made, they are 
atrocious. <laughs> just like terrible. <laughs> I mean, you really just it's really like a life lesson, but like you just can't be afraid of failure. You know, you have to like get out there and put yourself out there, make whatever content that you like, whatever you think is <laughs> funny or cool or yeah. whatever it might be. But like you just have to like stay true to yourself and, and really make your style of content and like your audience will grow and people like there are other people out there that think the same way that you know you do and, and like the same things you do. So it's really just like rewarding to finally see that. And be authentic. It comes across real. I yeah. Guess. I love it. You guys have been so great to talk to. I could talk to you for hours, but I think, you know, you probably have some content to create right now, some TikToks to film. And thank you guys so much for being on the show. Keep being awesome and, uh, you know, keep being a good sport as your sons are, uh, you know, giving you a hard time there now. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes and leave us a comment with your feedback, questions, or ideas for future segments. If you would like more info on Ad Results Media and what we do, please visit us online at adresultsmedia.com. This podcast is an Ad Results Media production. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.